Hello and welcome back to Black Arcade Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are here to discuss uh, The Gray Man, a long anticipated movie review since I have had this on the schedule for a few weeks now and am just now getting around to to finishing the, the movie properly. Uh, I did only start it yesterday. I haven't spent the last few weeks trying to watch the movie. Uh, it's just things have been happening that have gotten in the way of me sitting down to watch. I should have, I would have watched when it came out that weekend. I was down at my aunt's house and everyone was watching it on the nice big screen in the basement, except I was terribly sick. So I didn't get the full group experience, which quite frankly would have helped my viewing pleasure there's something about these types of of genre films that belong in a group setting because you get people making little offhand comments you get a little bit more of a group viewership reaction to a lot of the dialogue and the action sequences but watching it solo is a is a different type of experience and this genre for me personally is not it's part of the reason why i don't enjoy which if you've listened to any of my marvel show podcasts you would know i'm not the hugest fan of the marvel movies and i'm not a huge fan of the dc movies if you think that that's the reason (laughs) there's a lot of spectacle a lot less depth and in between is this this fast-paced dialogue this quippy witty banter that for some is really enjoyable and that is to be given its its uh given its proper due for those that are are into this particular type of film with that being said i did not dislike this movie but i did not particularly like this movie and we'll get into the review about why after uh, after we take a peek, which we'll do now behind the curtains. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop knowledge. The Gray Man was released on Netflix July 22nd of 2022. It is an American action thriller directed by anthony and joe russo let's uh take a peek at their at their filmography there is the movie extraction cherry there's an extraction 2 coming out extraction ah that's the film with uh chris hemsworth avengers endgame avengers affinity war captain america civil war captain america winter 
soldier. Oh my God. I'm not even joking, y'all. I had no idea they did those Marvel movies. <laughs> and the fact that I immediately sussed out and compared made that comparison my mind's being blown over here you're like probably bullshit no i honestly i don't i didn't know who the russo brothers were not even a little bit that makes sense it all makes sense i'm not crazy i know this genre very well and i did like captain america winter soldier for the record and then it became every movie after that was that movie and that's when it gets so burnt out because it loses what was and what made captain america or yeah captain america winter soldier so good is because it had really great material to work with focusing on the friendship between two people and how how their lives were evocably changed in this war and despite what has happened to both in their lives for good or better that bond being solidified with cap being unwilling to to cross this line this is where i put it because i understand people as people and not just good guys and bad guys yeah i love captain america winter soldier but i did not like any of those other movies other than like the first viewing of them and then i never went back and i maybe and in the first movie viewing of them i exactly felt the exact same way that i feel about gray man which is like there's all these things in this recipe that smells good but once i start eating one piece of the cake i don't really want to finish the rest of it it is what it is the screenplay was by joe russo christopher marcus and stephen mcfeely based on the gray man which i'm guessing is a comic or uh let me see if it tells me by mark Gren- greeny yeah it looks to be a novel actually uh that was published in 2009 didn't know that the starring cast which we have plenty of recognizable names ryan gosling as sierra six chris evans as lloyd hansen anna de armes as danny miranda jessica henwick as suzanne brewer Rege jean page as denny carmichael dehanish or dehanush as a vic san slash lone wolf probably the best part of this uh <laughs> best part of this movie wagner mora as laszlo sosa julia butters as claire fitzroy alfrey wooder uh proving she can still get work as margaret cahill she said like, i don't care if it's a bit motherfucking part i'm staying fed billy bob thornton still still crackling around as well always playing the same goddamn uh, character agent fbi agent somewhere in the government he just looks like a government politician as donald fitzroy callan mulvey as sierra four d 
Diobia Apare as Doolin, Robert Kaczynski as Perini, Shay Wiggum as Six's father, and finally Emmy Iwakor. It's the best I'm gonna do as Barnes. Here's the kicker: this movie cost 200 million dollars to make, and it only garnered what it says here on wikipedia 350,000 <gasps> however there is a spin-off in the works a sequel where gosling will reprise his role so it seems as if then we also have to account for how it's gonna fare overseas again this is just based on numbers provided to wikipedia so they may not even be 100 percent correct uh but it seems that they're invested in the product uh in continuing the franchise i should say uh the running time for this movie is 129 minutes what do the critics say on their website rotten tomatoes 40 percent 46% of 229 critics reviews are positive with an average of 5.5 out of 10 rating. The consensus reads the gray man has a star studded outline of an entertaining action thriller, but it's filled with lukewarm leftovers from far better films. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average, assigned the film a score of 49 out of 100 based on 55 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. So it seems that we are all, for the most part, on the same page. Some probably viewing it lower than others. I will say the response from my family members is they all thought it was great they i said what what would you give it they all said like a nine 9.5 out of 10 so as stated depending on what you critique and how you critique and your own personal bias in the viewership of this movie you're gonna have a different score but it feels that that anyone that's probably watching a great deal of tv and movies and looking for certain aspects this did feel very much like a regurgitation of a genre and it 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 just became spectacle with a little bit of typical backstory for a protagonist at this point you know i don't know why we even need to get them a tragic backstory for them to be interesting but that's apparently what happens with every good person in the world they stem from some horrific childhood trauma and somehow overcomes it and doesn't become a serial killer like what the world is kind of telling us right now not even and not even serial killers it's just horrible individuals passing on (laughs) their horrific behaviors to the next generation so there's that exploitation of of childhood trauma that i'm a little 
it depends on if it's done well because i do feel as if in reference to to what was recently out why can't i remember it right now moon knight there we go that it was used in a manner that wasn't expletive it was just this is the basis of where this came from but this doesn't like it it doesn't completely define the character but it defines the characterization as far as these multiple personalities and it was done in a way that didn't didn't say you don't you walk away from this without with being completely okay because clearly homeboy is not completely okay because he has a split personality disorder (laughs) now that we've given credit where credit's due let's discuss the review So I am not going to go scene by scene. I'm not. I mean, there's a lot of jumping around in this episode. So this is going to be a pretty broad review. I I don't know why we needed so many film set locations because it's sexy. It's like they did 20, 20 versions of John Wick. Like, do we, we don't need to pop all over the fucking place. One minute they're in Vienna then they're in uh bangkok there's a lot of these same shots in marvel movies that we need to see that are beautiful don't get me wrong but once uh once again it feels familiar right it's almost preying upon that humanistic trait which is nostalgia so for anyone that's even lately attracted to this film set you or genre you've already got them in but you're playing on what got them before and they don't subconsciously realize that it's (laughs) that it's essentially the same fucking shit so in bangkok well first we start with the recruitment right we always got to have that recruitment type of moment in the film you're in jail because you killed a bad person it doesn't matter that they still shouldn't be a murderer because my thing is if what they're trying to say is self-defense why did but then again i keep watching true crime and i i can't help but think that there's a hole in the justice system depending on where you are who you are and how the luck will draw sometimes but i do feel with the exception because i want to say those are the exceptions right uh despite higher number than i would like that exception to be it's still an exception that if it's pure self-defense your father was an asshole he's abusing you 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 needed to intervene or he was going to seriously harm your brother that's self-defense any fucking lawyer can you know there's wounds there's the hospital reports we just skip all over that versus he just killed his killed his abusive father because he's a terrible person okay did he get try to get help did anyone try to help him how far does this story go so that's what 
oh that's the same issue i had with that show that's now canceled i didn't even know that it's so bad that the lead actors won't come back to it uh what is it called new amsterdam there we go something like that uh where they would throw out these these um trauma stories but they're being utilized like it's not real and uh, i just don't i don't know maybe because i touch too closely to that not only in my personal life but uh i've even witnessed it professionally sometimes if you are going to go in that direction you have to give it the depth that it deserves and i don't know if they did in this film i get into the last moments you know his father trying to drown him and then he it's like you're never going to be and he overcomes that yeah that would make for better that'd make a better tale if he hadn't already murdered him to get to that point like you've already exacted your revenge your justice you know so what's this uh, i just i didn't i wasn't a huge fan of it i thought the acting was fine I thought that was the bright spot of this movie is that they had competent actors i wasn't the hugest fan of the dialogue some of it was meant to be funny but uh once again i don't know what it was i found chris evans lloyd hansen to be the most charming ryan gosling just never sold it for me the entire time uh then again i haven't i'm I'm unlike probably a great deal of others that thoroughly enjoy ryan gosling's acting i think that he's competent but he's not he doesn't shine to me in the same manner chris evans however does shine to me and the only issue i really had with his performance about halfway through is then it became a little uh caricature like i like the look of his his the the stash because it just it gives something to the psychopathic former cia agent who who flushed out after like four or five months because he just liked torturing people but this person's then allowed to be recruited by said agent to take out another agent because there's no other agent that doesn't have this background that's just as competent that's a black ops agent to take it out so it it felt contrived to even bring in this type of person to the story arc so that kept interfering with my enjoyment of the fact that you have suzanne brewer who's this you know big deal standing next to this guy that's giving her people orders and he's like well if you don't do this i'm gonna fucking kill you with the the phone or something to that effect and it's like the the fuck in the business you deal with crazies we could talk about the ins and outs of the rest of the plot but most of it was just go here fight go here fight another action scene fight a lot of things blowing the fuck up people escaping forty thousand bill uh, bullets being thrown into one room and somehow no one walks away with nothing more than a paper cut that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 the whole secret 
corruption of the government the whole you know they sent you to kill me and i'm one of you it's the born identity plus every uh what's that one guy who's prolific writing i think they just came out with him on the terminal list john clancy novel it's the same shit that's my issue with this it's the same exact plot point that every movie before it and every one before that in the last 10 to 15 years has continued to be peddled out to us as somehow uh new but it's just more over the top it's the same thing with the fast and furious this is why i haven't watched that franchise in like forever and it's okay to like this but like there's nothing wrong C- clearly this is a very successful and popular type of action filmmaking that has imploded over the years and i know that the spectacle has taken over and that is where my enjoyment is stepped out but other people that's where it has increased because they don't need all of these things to make sense they don't need a plot that's really concrete they need they they're familiar and they're comfortable in the driver's seat all they want to see is more things that stimulate their adrenaline and that's that's totally fine in the basis of a plot and that's yeah but i i'm watching westworld right now (laughs) i just finished severance there's foundation i'm reading books so this this simply just comes off as popcorn two hours spending the day with the kids to get their mind off of something that's where this ended up in my in my spectrum right uh i never never uh denny carmichael rajay gene page was not even close to being uh formidable as a a bad guy they made the banter between sierra six and lloyd part courtship part sassy assassins it's just you know you have in one moment of the movie you have miranda's character knocking out the bad guy and them just walking away instead of just killing your problem because it's gonna keep coming i'll be back and at some point it just becomes cool for cool sake and not for for any other reason the whole even miranda lone with fight he was the best part because at least when he was on screen i wanted to see what he was gonna do because he felt a little bit more as an unpredictable character but why are you gonna fight this woman just to be like let me give you the hard drive so why not just not fight because they wanted to see a cool fight scene and when it's so blatantly <laughs> um fan service it is it it insults my intelligence just a bit or it's trying to say you're not meant to watch this with any intelligence and that's fine as well but i like to spend my time digesting and and i also think that when i do want to uh suspend my disbelief it tends to be with fantasy and sci-fi and there also need to be black people involved 
more so than fucking alfred woodard dying of cancer and blowing up her house with a cigarette looking like the woman from the matrix the the programmer the whatever i was was not impressed old people burning old people burning put your hands up old people burning old people burning kind of messed up claire the daughter of a cia agent clearly was never taught anything by her father <laughs> the amount of times that she got kidnapped by hansen was a little too much in the the hedge maze he ends up letting her go so he could fight with six because you know why did i take her hostage just for this to happen i just stand here he'll want to fight me i want to fight him that's what we came here to do why do i need a hostage unless i intend to get away which i didn't make any attempt to do because i went in a hedge maze because this is a really cool set piece and i want to use it that's what i mean i it's that it's that that plainness that i see of why the decisions were made that also really knock off a lot of the points for this movie uh hansen ends up dying and that was pretty sad because i would have preferred him to come back (laughs) i wanted him to be like you know what fuck all y'all hoes but he had to be the the enemy i don't think that ryan would sell another movie for me now that i know there's a sequel i will not be watching it the only thing that made me want to watch this one was chris evans and then i walked away with a love of danush <laughs> i'm like where what you doing next in acting roles uh miranda i thought she was all right i didn't have any problems with her i'm glad that they didn't make her out to be a typical love interest there are some people see that there's like yeah that you you say you want movies like this here's a movie like this bet you they will never reference it <laughs> they always tend to use it as an excuse when there's a potential interracial relationship but everyone that i saw that make those same comments when they're rushing this well you know they're all making their fan pages and shipping and that's fine but don't call bullshit when when others want the same goddamn thing okay uh this movie only stayed at number one for eight days i think it's been replaced by a sci-fi movie maybe uh that has the number one spot on netflix right now let me check i thought i heard that yeah purple hearts and then men in black three damn men in black three is that like even a recent movie is that the one with uh tessa thompson i don't watch that either i was then seeing two that's good to know i haven't seen half of these movies not even ha- <laughs> I'm like, what is this what is the sea beast but i think that's all i have to say uh you know it was a a lot of fighting a lot of blowing up shit a lot of fireworks a lot of location set pieces and a lot of fight team 
where one or the other seem to narrowly escape every single time and then there's the police trying to do their damn job and always come out I, i like to have one movie where the police and the fbi are like working together and they're like no 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 we ain't doing this bullshit you can't just run up in my country and start doing legal operations like i feel like if that was the case we would hear about that shit more often but maybe we won't it's the cia i I don't i don't know how this shit works there'll be some conspiracy theorist that'll be like well let me tell you all about it and i'm like you know what just don't just don't so where is my score for this movie i put it at a 7.9 which i thought was pretty generous a lot more generous than the critics i wouldn't have given it that low uh but i do think as stated with a group of people it probably would have been a lot more because you would have been feeding off of their reactions as well so i feel in some ways that this is this was created for that netflix at home cinema experience and for that i think it definitely delivered in that aspect even if it wasn't for my own personal wasn't my own personal cup of tea we do have feedback pretty much the only reason why i did this uh this podcast because i was dragging her and she said christina wait for me do it on sunday i want to send some feedback for for the movie and then she did not send me no feedback yes we are talking about our queen mimi and then she gonna send me a message before she sent the feedback being like i didn't like it all that much <laughs> i'm like well god damn it i could have i could have stopped it but then she just went ahead and sent the feedback and i was like touche because i already did put that out there in the universe so here we are hey we managed to get a 30 minute podcast in of me dragging partially dragging this movie we're gonna make it to an hour maybe possibly with this feedback so let's hear what she has to say what up stina it's mimi this is uh feedback for the gray man um so i don't i don't know if i've ever talked to anyone about this but I don't like action movies like when it's like non-stop fight scenes that shit is too much for me um one of the reasons that I didn't like any of the John Wick movies is that I felt like most of the story is just fighting and I know some people love that shit but it, I don't it's the same reason I don't like Fast and Furious like I need a storyline and then you know fight scenes in between is is cool to me it's one of the reasons why I like the Marvel movies or especially the the most recent one that came out um the Chi- he's a chinese uh, marvel superhero i forget what the name of that movie called but those were some pretty amazing fight scenes in that in that movie but it wasn't the whole thing it was you know a part of the storyline and they were they there was a lot of them i wouldn't i wouldn't say that there wasn't but i felt like they were spread out and they were like relevant to the plot like every time a fight broke out it made sense and i felt like in this it was just consistently like fighting all of the time by the time it got to the actual showdown at that point i didn't give a shit anymore because it's like oh look another fight i don't know the choreography the choreographed fight scenes were really good um and i surprisingly really enjoyed ryan gosling's character he was very like 
subtly funny and I love people like that. And I was absolutely intrigued and fascinated that um, Chris Evans was playing the villain. It actually, I liked it. <laughs> and it just shows that he's a good actor. I've seen him in comedy stuff before. And of course, I've seen him in uh, Marvel movies as Captain America. But, you know, he can play a super, he can play a super villain too. And Lloyd was fucking psychotic. And I was here for it. It was, it was, it was very enjoyable. So, but I mean, I was watching it uh, yesterday when I was very tired. I had only slept for like four hours, but I knew I had to watch these shows. So I woke up because I wanted to watch Westworld too. Um, so there was, like I said, it was too many fight scenes. And I know people, like that's the shit that be keeping people like on their toes. But when it was too much going on, like uh, I was laying on the couch and I would doze off and then I would wake up and I didn't want to like rewind because Darren was watching it too but I like kept falling asleep because I just felt like it was like oh shit another fight scene so there were some things that I know I missed but I didn't have the energy to, to watch it again because I only had one day off in between another stretch of working so I was like, let me just watch this how I can. I do want to watch it again, though, because, I mean, the storyline itself was very, um, very interesting. And then the, like, the characters, like, Billy Bob Thornton's character, like, the little girl with the pacemaker, like, all of the, all of those, like, unexpected little tidbits were really good, and I liked that about it. But it, I can't say it's, it's one of my favorite movies, and I can't say that... Um, after I watch it the second time, just the, the stuff that I miss, if I'm going to enjoy it better. Um, uh, let's, let's see. I, first, the first thing is I can't believe they gave that little boy that was 15 at the time. So like a life sentence for killing his dad that was abusive. And clearly the, the mother and the brother could have been you know witnesses and and the whole time i'm like are we supposed to not be curious about this man's brother because i want to know what happened to him like his his life basically wasn't on paper anymore so i'm assuming they must maybe they told his brother and his mom that he died in prison but they're like that's so fucked up they gave that boy so much so long for killing a, a fucking rancid ass dad who burned him with the cigarette? I know he had he had to have some physical evidence, even if it wasn't happening right then. Self defense, like we don't know what could trigger someone to fucking lose their shit when they're being abused, and their dad was clearly emotionally and physically abusive. Um, and I'm assuming that was his younger brother, and that's why he decided to go in and just say fuck it. It's either him or my brother, and I'm gonna choose my brother. It's, that's messed up um, um but i like the the character you know who i'm talking about he was in bridgington i ever since i seen him interview <laughs> i saw the real person behind like the character like i don't find him attractive at all and he actually annoys me and as soon as i saw him i was gonna i was like yeah this character is gonna get on my nerve and i knew that was gonna happen and he got on my nerve the whole time and his little pompous assholeish arrogant attitude it's probably i mean that's probably what he was going for but i just <laughs> i just couldn't take it serious and it didn't make sense to me like how like so everybody in this like little cia 
like agency didn't know they were doing some underhanded shit how do you have all these people working for you and you're corrupt and nobody fucking notices aren't you the central intelligent agency okay well whatever <laughs> i just the like how i mean i guess she did blame everything on lloyd um who was i guess sierra at some point crazy if he was sierra how does he even exist i don't know um i did like every time um six and lloyd would have an interaction their scenes would crack me up whenever like six talked to him he was like a subtly dragging the shit out of him and it had me fucking dying and i <laughs> i love those those moments and that was part of the reason i enjoyed the movie but i i just don't like action stuff it's too fucking much going my and i always say i think my brain just don't process shit fast enough because there were like there was the scene at the towards the end when lloyd had um old dude's niece and he shot her with the flare gun right by her face I like it happened so quick I was like that wasn't a gun was it I had to rewind because I wasn't sure I was like why why is he just shooting a gun by her face like what is that gonna do other than make both of them deaf but it was a flare gun and then there was scenes when it was like real quick fighting and uh it happened to be like you know maybe someone died or someone got like beat up and I couldn't even like it took me like like I don't know several seconds afterwards to even be like oh okay six just one like I huh, I don't know I wanted to like it because like I said I really enjoyed Ryan Gosling's character and I like him as an actor anyway like before La La Land or whatever he used to be on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and when I tell you that used to be my show it used to be my show um, so I remember him from that and they used to do skits and stuff like that. It was like a kid's version of uh, SNL. So I remember him being funny and a good actor. He still is. His, he got a banging ass body now though. He used to look so goofy looking, but he's definitely grown into his himself. I think it's that Latina that he married gave him some flavor, but that's just my own personal opinion. Um, what else i did like oh the um was his name oh i can't think of it i know he was definitely i wanted to maybe he was i don't i'm gonna make assumptions but he could have been indian he could have been pakistani he could have been any of those uh what are they called east east asians i feel like that's not right y'all know geography ain't my thing but um I liked, I loved him. Like he was kicking both their asses at the same time. When you see like people fighting one at a time and you're like, oh, that's good. But then you saw him fighting two people at the same time. Like that was probably my favorite fight scene. And if they weren't so many, maybe I could have focused on another one. Like that one stood out just because the characters were, um, were all like notably good, like, I, I don't know what they choreograph like they I don't know what they call that they were really good at those fight scenes but the like whoever choreographed it made it look so like seamless it was really good um what else like the story the storyline was really good I liked the little twists and turns I like you know the change of scenery I liked um you know the 
the fact that even though um, Six was an assassin, he wouldn't just kill anybody, and he didn't, like, he had his own little moral, like, code, and I appreciated that. I liked um, how even though um, the, whatever, I think his name was Fitzroy, Fitzroy, um, you know, said kill him, he understood, he didn't hold it against him, he still came to save him and his niece, as soon as he found out why, that was all he needed to know, like, he was like, he was like, it's, I get it, I get it, so, I, I appreciated that, um, it, it was a different kind of story arc, and I liked that, I just, I wish they were more, I guess, more scarce with the, the fight scenes, and I might be the only one that felt that way, I just felt like it was too much, um, and then poor Frog, like, they really fucking destroyed that fucking country, like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it was all over the news, I, had, I thought it was supposed to be, uh, like, a, uh, like, a like a secret, uh, overt, what do they call it, covert operation, that wasn't very covert, you guys really destroyed it, um, and then, um, one of the reasons I want to watch it again is because the whole scene, like, before they started fighting outside of Prague, when they got to, to, uh, Alfred, what's her name, Alfred Woodward, her character, I don't remember what her, her character's name was, but I had fallen asleep, so by the time I woke up, she was putting six in the basement and she blew up her house and I missed everything and I was like god damn it I really was looking forward to her character so that's another reason I want to walk watch it again so um if I have a difference of opinion after I watch it again I will let you know but two hours stretch I'm gonna have to do that on one of my days off um my next day off is Thursday so I'm hoping to get it watched sometime Thursday night or Friday morning so I am going to end it here because that's really all I have to say so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode it sounds like we're relatively on the same page I think you liked Ryan Gosling's performance more than I did I agree there were some funny scenes comical scenes between the two lead actors uh him and Chris that were a little uh, not a little that were uh, chuckle worthy laugh worthy uh, and fun even though as I stated just a little too <laughs> uh, let's just leave that alone alright um, I laughed when you said this is why I like Marvel movies I was like mm which kind of but then you you mentioned that it's i think you it's called shang chi or something to that effect yeah i've heard a lot of people say that's that's one of that don't like marvel movies they're like well that was that was a pretty good one i do like some of marvel products i just don't like a lot of the movies but i have been told to check that one particularly out i've also now watched john wick past the first movie because after that i knew what it was about i knew what was going to happen just a whole bunch of Keanu Reeves running around shooting and doing different choreographed action scenes I got it yeah and that's a shame because John Wick the first movie was so good and then I knew after that they're just gonna ruin it and from everything I hear they have same thing with the Fast and Furious movies I think I mentioned that as well 
and i didn't think the story was very unique it's i've watched a lot of action movies from the 80s i liked i love the i think i used to like a lot more the action movie genre i think that has fundamentally shifted to sci-fi and fantasy but yeah i used to love action movies and i watched a lot of 80s 90s uh even love transformers the first one for the simple fact of everything just blew up and then for the longest i would go see those movies that's why i'm saying I, i've been there like I, i'm past where everyone else is still at <laughs> so i'm not i'm not knocking their appeal um i'm just saying for me personally i i moved on from that appeal like it doesn't hit the same way uh but i've seen this type of plot this exact same type of plot uh i just saw another action movie that had some similar type of plot <laughs> recently uh and the only reason why i watched it because they had uh people of color in there that's that's the only thing that that slightly made it different is that i get to see if they might do something different with a black actress and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't they really don't and it ends up sucking uh i laughed at every senior citizen like anyone over 50 in this movie died because billy bob thornton fitzroy's character died as well the daughter and the pacemaker yeah 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 like i said so i i don't like the overabundance of using using uh some type of defect or considered you know it's it's it feels exploitive more so now than ever and it sets up the audience to be even if it's politically on the right hand of a certain character just because and i really hate that <laughs> i really really hate that uh that's what i mean like you can't just do that much domestic oh yeah when you were mentioning Prague, how they fucked it up yeah that's where i was like that, that, that never ever clicks with me ever click. and you never have like the local police coming in being like the fuck someone's gonna have to pay for this that shit the, the, the shit that they be pulling off of movies on one hand yes i know it's a movie it's fake it's supposed to be fake but at the same time you're you're going going balls deep in government and shit <laughs> bringing trying to act like there's some realism behind it uh but it would be nice every once in a while for just have one government official come in like okay so what is going to happen next because either we declare war on your government or there's going to be some major reparations for this shit even if it's rogue it'd still be like okay there's terrorists going around who is this guy someone the the world would know and react and a whole bunch of assassins out of nowhere just it's, it's they did they just did the same shit in falcon winter soldier the exact same thing everyone comes out in the town they put them out the further that's what i mean by it. it doesn't feel original which is such a shame there's so many original tales out there but they don't get the same attention they just they just don't this is what people want and as long as it keeps making money it's going to continue to be what is generated so there is that uh he did save the daughter yeah i did didn't i um, did not mention i'm a stutter all of a sudden the end that that brewer basically used the drive as leverage on the bad guy who gets away with it 
and they're forced to continue to work with the same organization but now what he has the daughter claire he's gonna take care of her and that's the arc but i guess we're gonna pick it back up in season two because yeah i want to work for this organization that is absolutely corrupt and took everything for me tried to kill me and i'm still being forced to work like the next movie should be i'm out this bitch goodbye that concludes our review of the gray man if you have any lingering thoughts you want to send leave those below or you can send the email blackercouch at gmail.com my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>